Hi everyone, I'm Ashton Jones and this is Home is Where the Health is, the podcast that brings you the latest news on progress and innovation in the home-based healthcare space in association with Compassis. At the end of the day, every person deserves to be cared for with compassion, whether they're dealing with a serious illness or nearing the end of life and in the place they call home no less. That's why every month we feature different subject matter experts. We dive deep into how their work is improving home-based healthcare for patients. In today's episode, we'll talk about advanced care planning and specifically advanced care management and the impact of this new product at Compassus. And we'll share a personal story with you about our current gaps in the healthcare system and the value of this work in solving today's healthcare challenges. There's all that and more coming up on Home is Where the Health is. Hey everyone, we're really excited to have you here to listen to our first episode of Home is Where the Health is. This podcast has been months in the making, so we're ready to kick things off. Even better than that, we have an accomplished and charismatic guest on today, Vice President of Value-Based Contracting, Jordan Holland. Jordan, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. I I love being described as charismatic. My wife might disagree, but uh, I'm going to make sure that I share this with her. Um, I want to start off today's show by giving our listeners a little bit more information about you and your background. So what do they need to know about you? Absolutely. Uh, Well, I've been focused in the value-based care space ever since I started working in healthcare. Uh, I've spent most of my time working with health systems, physician groups, largely on their value-based care strategies. I've done a lot with different CMS programs in in the value-based care space. And prior to that, I I spent several years working in uh, actuarial mathematics. So I I do love numbers. I do love data. Uh, And even before that, I actually started out my life in music. Uh, So I I grew to have a big passion uh, for, for music, for storytelling, and I love to be able to incorporate that into my work here at Compassus as well. Okay, that's very interesting. So music, what part of music? Because that doesn't seem to correlate with numbers in my mind, so I'm wondering like how those go together. Yeah, well, classical music is is what I studied. Uh, Okay, that um, makes sense. So uh, uh, mostly art song, opera, uh, things like that. But it was a a much former time of my life. Uh, And and so I, I try to maybe brush off the pipes every now and again, but very rarely at this point. So you are the vice president of value-based contracting here at Compassus. So um, let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about your role specifically and the value that your work brings to this organization. Absolutely. Uh, So I've been with Compassus over a year and a half now. Uh, This was my first real foray into the home-based care space. Mm -hmm. Um, As I mentioned, working a lot more historically with, with health systems, physician groups, uh, and, and what I do here is, is really one of my hats that I wear is uh, leading our payer contracting activities. Uh, so really, how, how do we work with payers? How do we get reimbursed for the services that we provide? Uh, and then also, how are we developing products in the value-based care space as well? That's, that's right. the other hat that I wear. And so um, I lead uh, two products right now that we're launching this year, Advanced Care Management, that we'll talk about, as well as Sniff at Home. Uh, so we're very excited about those two products, and I have a, a phenomenal team uh, that, that supports the development and the implementation and launch of both of those. Yeah. Um, so how did you find yourself in the, the home-based care space? It's kind of unique from where you came from. Yeah, I, it's been uh, easier than I thought it would be, largely mm-hmm. because, you know, the, it's in the name, post-acute. 
there, there was an acute event that occurred. Right. And, and so what we do always has to be in partnership with our uh, physician stakeholders, with our health system stakeholders. It, and so coming from more of that space, it, it, it's helped position me to understand really what drives uh, value for those stakeholders and how we can better work together. Because I, I think that's really what's going to solve challenges in healthcare is more collaboration, more partnership, and, and working together to better serve patients and communities. So that has not actually been too difficult of a switch uh, comparative to, to home care itself. Well, that's really interesting. Um, so going into that, uh, that kind of leads us to our first main topic of the day. And today we're talking about advanced care management, which I understand is a new product for Compassus that is very focused on palliative care. So can you go ahead and start by elaborating on what advanced care management is for any listeners who aren't familiar? Yeah, advanced care management is a care model at the end of the day that we've developed at Compassus to partner with payers and ACOs to provide holistic, person-centered palliative care through an interdisciplinary team model, meeting the patient where they are through multiple modalities of in-person and telephonic care, powered by advanced analytics. And that is a whole lot of buzzwords. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it is our approach to really addressing that gap in patient transition from mm -hmm. curative treatment toward serious illness into end-of-life care. And we are innovating to bridge that gap. Yeah. That's amazing. So um, what has been the background on this product and, as you said, care model at Compassus? Yeah, this has been, you know, ever since I started with Compassus in the making from day one, uh, when I think about the challenges that any provider have in palliative care, it's, it's really three primary things. The, the first is how do you identify the right patients that might need that care? Uh, the second one would be, how do you actually successfully engage with those patients, educate them on the care that they might be receiving, and then enroll them in the program, enroll them in the model of care? And then the third is, how do you provide high-quality interdisciplinary care to these patients when, unlike hospice or home health, you don't really have a funding mechanism to support it? So the, the genesis is really, how do you tackle all three of those challenges together? So first, on the patient identification front, we, we've partnered with an organization based out of New York, VNS Health. Uh, they are an incredible partner, an incredible both provider and payer in the, the uh, metro New York area. Uh, so they have tremendous experience in hospice care and tremendous experience as a Medicare Advantage plan. And they have been participating in VBID since very early on. Uh, and so we actually work with them to... Uh, uh, leverage claims data and analytics, predictive analytics, to determine patients that might be in need of these services. The second, relative to our successful engagement of those patients, uh, we've developed at, at Compassus a care services center uh, that does a lot of work across all of our service lines to bring uh, more centralized support to our agencies, to our partners that we work with, and ultimately to the patients. And so that's a great model where we actually work hand in glove with our health plan partner uh, to outreach to those patients, help educate them on what this model is, and then help schedule a first appointment just to say, hey, we'd love to come talk to you in person. 
And that's been a great model, a great approach that's very different from a typical palliative model where you might wait for a referral from a primary care physician or you might wait for a patient to be discharged from the hospital. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, the uh, interdisciplinary care to patients. Uh, we, we want to wrap these patients with more touch points. We have a, a social worker in the market that works with these patients. We have an RN care manager who supports these patients telephonically. And then we have our nurse practitioner, just like we would in a typical palliative care model with our collaborating physician, working with those patients uh, in the home as well. Well, we're going to take a quick break from our main discussion to share a story with you. And the reason that we want to spend time on a story is because when you're looking at the big picture, it's so easy to forget about all the people who are impacted by this work. And at the end of the day, it's about touching a life. So before we get started, I asked Jordan to come prepared with a story to share with all of you something that has really impacted him both professionally and personally. So Jordan, your story is related to your grandfather. Is that correct? It is. It is. Thank you for the opportunity to share this. Uh, my grandfather, John Combs, uh, he, he passed away actually in December of 2022, so only a, a few months ago. Uh, he proudly served in the U.S. Navy, so I think a good uh, shout out for that. I actually still wear his Naval Reserve jacket on occasion that, that he uh, gave to me many, many years ago. Over the last eight years, my grandfather's health had a lot of ups and downs. He he lost his wife, my, my grandmother, uh, about eight years ago. And, and really, it was his dog, Pluto, uh, who's a, a little tiny papillon, which uh, for oh. those of you that don't know, I think it means butterfly in French. But it's one of those little dogs that has the big ears. Uh, very cute. He was absolutely in love with Pluto. And, you know, in 2022, he unfortunately had been hospitalized multiple times. He had to stay in a skilled nursing facility away from home and, and ultimately mm -hmm. away from Pluto, uh, which is really what where he wanted to spend his time, what he wanted to do. And during his last hospitalization, my wife and I actually had the opportunity to be in Florida to visit him. We were visiting my, my parents at the time. Uh, and at this point, my, my grandfather had been in the hospital for several days. He'd lost the ability to speak intelligibly and he wasn't eating anything other than a, a couple of apple sauces a day, really. And as most of our clinicians would be able to identify and recognize really anyone at Compasses, his time was really coming near an end. And there was a lot of decision-making that happened at that point in time. So I asked the hospital staff that was there while we were visiting one day just what his plan of care was. And on the docket for my grandfather at that point in time was a bronchoscopy, and an MRI for his hip, because early on in his hospitalization, he had communicated some hip pain several days prior. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not joking. I was, I was speechless, ultimately. This is a, a man well into his years. Uh, you know, he, he needed to be focused on other things, not what, he might, what might result from a, a hip replacement, uh, exactly. for example. And so we, we established uh, already that I'm not a doctor, right? I don't play one on TV, but even I know that, that that's probably an inappropriate use of resources uh, for my grandfather, for our family at, at this point in time in his life, his trajectory. Uh, so after some discussion with my mother, I really advocated that she talk to the hospitalist and ask them to order a palliative care and hospice consultation. Mm -hmm. uh, unsurprisingly, my grandfather passed away three days later 
in the hospital on GIP service. So we're grateful for the care that he received. We, we certainly are. Uh, but at the end of the day, he just received it too late. You know, he did not get to go back home and spend time with Pluto in his last days. Mm-hmm. And I think what that really means to me is the power of my journey at Compassus and the power of what our care can do to provide for patients and their families. And so, you know, I wanted to share that story in particular because it, it is still a gap. There yeah. are still um, many providers out there, many clinicians who are incredibly well-trained in what they do and incredibly focused on curative treatments for patients when if they took a step back, they would understand that that might not be what that patient needs at that time and that might not be what that family and their goals are for that patient in their end-of-life experience. Um, so, you know, it, it makes me grateful to be at Compassus. It makes me grateful for our 6,000-plus team members who are out there every day treating patients. Uh, and so I, I, I thank them um, on behalf of what I would hope that my grandfather's experience could have been. Yeah. And I, I should end this story really on a silver lining note, which is that Pluto is doing very well. He has found oh. a home uh, with a, a very lovely older gentleman who really needed a companion. And Pluto is uh, uh, having the time of his life right now. And I, I think that that uh, I'm sure that my grandmother and grandfather smile on him from above. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that story. Um, I, I can tell that it's very emotional and um, really has impacted you and your work. And so we appreciate you sharing that with everyone. And that sort of touches on this piece, but advanced care management, you know, how is it going to give peace of mind to families and, and the patients? You know, what is that person-centered touch going to look like? Yeah, that's a great question. It's something that we're continuing to mo- monitor with a new product like Advanced Care Management. I think right now it's most helpful to just look at some of the anecdotes that we've experienced. Uh, you know, we, we've found that patients find a nurse coming into their home incredibly helpful, particularly for family dynamics. You know, it's easier to gather a group of family members mm-hmm. in someone's living room compared to at a doctor's office or, God forbid, an, an inpatient bed. And so that's been incredibly helpful. Uh, you know, an, another example of of how this creates peace of mind for patients is that Compassus has invested in a lot of activities to support our patients, and we try to address any gap that we can for those patients. So we we actually are, are launched right now in Louisiana, and there's a lot of patients that are are very rural, and many actually don't have access to internet at all, mm-hmm. uh, which nowadays is, is even difficult to fathom for, for most people. Right. And so with those patients, we've actually deployed our remote patient monitoring and telehealth capabilities. We have kind of a full kit model is what we call it, uh, that, that actually has its own built-in access to internet. You know, it's 5G. And so through that, that uh, through that mechanism, we can actually interact with patients in a totally different way than they've been able to experience before mm-hmm. without any access to internet. And so we're trying to bring those types of opportunities to this market 
addressing individual patient needs in an individual way. And we found that to be an incredibly value-add experience for the community in particular, and a very enriching experience for all of our clinicians as well. Yeah, that's that's such an amazing use of tech technology, um, and you know something that you might not have been able to fathom a couple of years ago. But that's really that's really exciting. And so, advanced care management in general is a very exciting new model of care. But I'm sure there have been some challenges along the way. So. What obstacles have you faced so far? Very interesting obstacles. Really? And we talked a little bit about uh, the uh, some of the rural aspects of the community that we're in right now. Uh, it's not just internet, but even telephone services and, and being able to interact and outreach to patients and connect with patients has been very difficult. Uh, you know, especially now when you actually probably everyone on their phone is tired of not unknown numbers calling them, mm-hmm. right? And so sometimes we show up as an unknown number calling a potential patient uh, in, in uh, likely in need of our services. And so really connecting to that patient has been uh, some, a, a challenge, a barrier. And so, you know, we, we deploy strategies from, well, maybe they have a set number of minutes on their phone and we want to reach out to them at a specific time of month or... You know, did we try morning versus afternoon to try to reach that patient? And, and then we'll tap into our health plan partner. In this model, we, we've launched it in collaboration with Vantage Health Plan, uh, which is an incredible, incredible organization in Louisiana, primarily serving the Monroe, Louisiana area and community in Wachita Parish. It took me a long time to figure out how to uh, actually say that parish name. <laughs> Uh, but the Vantage team uh, has an incredible connection to their patients and to their physicians in the community. And so working with them to figure out, you know, how, how do we break down some of the barriers of that outreach has been another great innovation. And, and I think at the end of the day, it takes people trying to problem solve to meet the needs of our patients. And, you know, if, if there's any takeaway to this, that, that's what advanced care management tries to be. You know, we're, we're that multi-tool kit. We're not just a, a screwdriver or a hammer. You know, we, we try to bring as much as we can to meet the needs of these patients. And we're able to do that because of our partnership with Vantage as the health plan. Well, now that we're coming to the end of today's episode, Jordan, what do you want to leave our audience with? What do you want to let them know about advanced care management? Yeah, one of the questions that always comes up is just what's the difference between palliative care and advanced care management? In palliative care, you know, it, it's it's the uh, symptom management, goals of care discussions, really that patient-centered, holistic approach to a serious illness patient. And advanced care management is just taking that dial and turning it to 11. And we're trying to work with health plans to bring additional tools to a patient in a community. You know, we talked about the advanced analytics. We talked about the... Uh, care services center to to do direct outreach to patients. We talked about that interdisciplinary team. And so those are all of the things that we can't do in a typical palliative program, but with the right partner, we can actually bring that value to the community itself. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Home is Where the Health Is. Today, we talked about advanced care management and the peace of mind it will bring to patients and their families. 
Jordan, I want to thank you for being our first guest and sharing such insightful information. For our listeners, we hope that the content in this episode was beneficial to you. And if you liked today's episode and you're listening on a streaming service, go ahead and give us a like and a follow and be sure to tune in next month for another in-depth discussion on innovation in the home-based care space with one of our experts. Until then, this is Ashton Jones with Home is Where the Health Is. Thanks for listening.